You're listening to the RPC Sermons Podcast. You can join us for virtual worship every Sunday at roswellpress.org. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, y'all. It's great to be with you here on Christmas Eve. Our text tonight comes from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. Let us listen for the word of the Lord. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bonds and bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with an angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. And so they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary, she treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, would you show us your light this Christmas. In the darkness of this world, would you shine on us and surprise us with something new? Lord, let us see your surprising light. Amen. Every Christmas Eve, I almost pray the same thing. Lord, would you you show us your light this Christmas? In the darkness of this world, would you shine on us and surprise us with something new? Let us see your surprising light. For 2,000 years, we've been celebrating Christmas points to this reality that God wants to shine a surprising light. God's light shines down on us in surprising ways. I remember officiating at an 11 p.m. Christmas Eve service 10 years ago at another church. During the service, a man stood on the sidewalk in front of the church smoking a cigarette. He didn't look like most of the worshipers who were inside the church. He hadn't bathed in quite some time. He was unshaven. His clothes were unclean. He stood there shivering outside in the cold, dark night. And when he heard the congregation inside the church singing these Christmas carols, he asked one of the greeters if he could come in. And of course, they invited him in. 
They also assumed he had discarded his cigarette. That night was cold and dark, just like it was for our shepherds. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Shepherds keeping watch over their flock by night. These are the night shift shepherds. Being a night shift shepherd was no easy job. Shepherds looking over the flock, often their own animals, often other people's animals. At the time, every household about five to 15 animals and families would come together and they'd hire a shepherd to watch over their collective flock. Shepherds were poor and socially ostracized. They were looked down upon because they would often let the flocks graze on other people's lands and people didn't like that. And these were the night shift shepherds. They were poor. They were without shelter. They were dirty and disheveled. And yet, these night shift shepherds are receivers of God's marvelous, mysterious announcement. God's light shines down on them in a surprising way. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. The man from the street came inside the church and walked up to one of the ushers and he said, I need help. And the usher gestured to the front of the church. And so the man entered the sanctuary. He kind of sauntered and walked down that long aisle. He walked past all the other worshipers, making his way to the very front pew. And there he sat. And as we're singing up on the chancel, the senior pastor looks at me and says, Jeff, could, could you go sit with him? So I moved off the chancel and into that front pew, and I stood next to him. And I'll be honest, I was uncomfortable. Sitting next to a stranger I'd never seen, I'd never met before. To be honest, I was a little scared. And I wonder how those night shift Shepherds felt when angelic visitors come with a divine message. The text says, Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. These shepherds should have been used to dangerous, unexpected visitors, watching out for wolves and coyotes, bears and lions. And yet, here they are in front of angels, and they are terrified. And so the angel rushes to comfort them and says, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. I mean, don't you think, though, they could have made this announcement to maybe someone maybe a little bit more strategic? I mean, how about some religious experts that could maybe define and detail out why this news was good? Or maybe they should have found someone who specializes in communication who can help get the word out. I mean, it is for all the people. Or maybe some party planners who could monetize all that joy. 
Nope. God said it and chose it was fit to reveal this great news to the night shift shepherds watching their flock by night. God's light shines in surprising ways. That night, standing next to the man who had entered the front pew, I turned and asked him, can I help you? He's mumbled to himself something I couldn't understand. And then he looks at me and says, the man in the back said you could help me. I handed him a hymnal, opened it to the place where the lyrics for our carol were on. And then I said, let's wait till after the service. These divine messengers calm the shepherd's fears and then they give them some more detailed information. Verse 11, to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. The night shift shepherds must have been just standing there in awe, looking at each other. I can't, can you believe they told us first? Are we really the, on the ground floor? Can you believe it? The Messiah is in a manger? I wonder if in the years that followed, they'd be sitting around the campfire with some of their buddies, and one of them would begin to tell the story again. And their friends would be a, a little incredulous. One person would say, that never happened to you. That must have been a collective hallucination. Another one of their friends knew them pretty well and said, I bet they were drinking too much camel beer. I've never heard of anything happening like this. This must be one of those famous shepherds' tall tales. And the shepherds say, we're telling you the truth. We weren't drunk. We're not trying to deceive you, and we weren't dreaming either. Because guess what? We just didn't stay in the fields. We went to see the baby for ourselves. God's light shines in surprising ways. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. The night shift shepherds have to go see the baby Jesus for themselves. And there they see him lying in a manger. They couldn't keep it to themselves. The news is just too good. And so the shepherds return glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. The shepherds were astounded by the, the marvelous mystery lying there in the manger. They witnessed a firsthand witness of the mystery of the God of the universe shining his light and becoming flesh. Not in a throne or a castle, not with a grand parade or a grand entrance, not with cheering crowds or, or adoring fans, but in William Butler Yeats's words, the uncontrollable mystery on the bestial floor. God's light shines in surprising ways. There, standing in the front pew at the 11 p.m. Christmas Eve service, I smelled smoke. I turn and I look at the man and then I, I look down at his pocket. And what do I see emanating from his pocket? But the light of flames. I say, man, 
you're on fire. And I begin hitting his pocket, trying to put out the fire. And then I shove him and usher him out the back sanctuary doors and on to the sidewalk. When I knew that it was completely extinguished, it was completely put out, I said, good night, I have to go back in. And he walked away, down the street, and I never saw him again. And only recently has it really hit me that God answered my Christmas Eve prayer in a surprising way, in a quite literal way, literal light. And you know what I did? I extinguished it, I put it out, and dismissed it. Sure, the flames needed to be extinguished, but did the the man really need to be ushered away so quickly? What kind of light did God want to, to shine on me through that man? Could he have shined his light on me, calling me to serve him? Or maybe he wanted to shine his light, bringing a feeling of gratitude and, and thanksgiving. Maybe the man wanted to shine his light and encourage me. Maybe he could have become a friend. But because he didn't fit my expectations, I extinguished the light and ushered him away. And I think of all those people who dismiss the surprising light of Christ coming into the world. The innkeeper sends the family down to the barn. Jesus' own people will turn on him. The Roman Empire will find him a nuisance and possibly a threat. And even his best friends will eventually turn away. Aren't we tempted to extinguish the light when it doesn't fit our preconceived notions, when it doesn't fit into our plans, when it doesn't fit our predefined ideas, we push it out and tell it to move on. We're tempted to put out the light, but not the night shift shepherds. They got over their fears. The inconvenience of travel, the impropriety of showing up to see a baby unannounced. They came to see God's light emanating from the mystery lying there in the manger. The night shift shepherds are ready for God's surprising light. And if the Christmas story tells us anything, it is that God's light is relentless. It cannot be extinguished by consumption and consumerism. It can't be overshadowed by superficial sloganeering. It cannot be Reduced by the failure of imagination or or small-mindedness. No, this is the uncontrollable mystery on the bestial floor. God's light is relentless. The mystery meets us where we are if we will open our eyes and our hearts to the light. The mystery meets the social outcasts and the night shift shepherds. The light will shine in the pomp and circumstance of the Magi. The light will shine from that manger with a mystified mom and dad. 
And so let us celebrate Christmas in the relentless light of God. Let us not domesticate or extinguish it. Let us not send it down the street or turn away in fear. Let us give ourselves over to the celebration of the greatest mystery the world has ever known. There's a mystery in the manger. God's light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. God's light relentlessly pursues us. May God's light shine on you and me this Christmas. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for your relentless light. We thank you for that mystery lying there in the manger. Lord, may you shine on us in surprising ways and may we have the courage to keep our eyes open and our hearts open to your marvelous light. In your name we pray. You've been listening to the RPC Sermons Podcast. Please let us know you're here by visiting roswellpress.org and signing our digital friendship register. May the grace and love of God be with you today and throughout the rest of your week. Thanks for listening.